It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The pitch and his slider. Right to Snow at first. He grabs it for the out. Now he's got Franco on a rundown. He throws to Aurelia. He tags him out before Forkal scores. Forkal just jogged down the line. He would have counted had he scored. It matters not to the ultimate outcome, though. And the Giants have defeated the Atlanta Braves. They are headed to St. Louis. He put the team on his back so they could get the monkey off their backs. The Giants had been to the playoffs plenty of times, but just couldn't get out of the first round until Russ Ortiz went into the sixth inning, allowing just one run in the deciding Game 5 in 2002 against Atlanta. He was a steady force during a very memorable postseason run. We go inside Russ Ortiz's Giant Moments now. now. This is Inside Giant Moments. Presented by T-Mobile, our franchise has countless memorable, iconic moments. Join Mark Willard as he connects with our former players who lived these moments to relive the emotions, the stories, and the joy. Russ Ortiz joins the Inside Giant Moments podcast. This one shall be fantastic. Big game picture. Russ, it is, uh, it's fantastic to have you. Thank you for doing it. I appreciate it. Good to be on. Yeah, you know, I I really love and looking at your story that you carved out such a name for yourself in a Giants uniform because you were homegrown. You were drafted by the Giants, a West Coast guy. So take us back to draft day. What was your initial reaction? Uh, draft day, we were uh, the when I was at Oklahoma um, for college, and so we were in the College World Series and just got back from a practice and uh, had a message on the phone. Uh, my roommate grabbed the message and said, hey, I think you uh, better listen to this. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, this giant scout, Mike Keenan, uh, who was a scout kind of for that area. And uh, he told me to call him back. And so I called him back, and he informed me I was drafted by the Giants in the fourth round, which blew me away because that year – uh, I was a number two starter going season, and you know I, they just stopped pitching me, um, and so I didn't suit up for games, stuff like that. And so when I came back, uh, I was just throwing bullpens all the time. So when I came back, I was a reliever, and then ended up the closer, and then that's how I got drafted. I did really well as a closer, so I didn't expect a whole lot just because I kind of bloomed late um, there and. So when they told me the fourth round, I was blown away, and I was like, "Man, that's crazy and and awesome!" And uh, I mean, I wanted to call everybody I knew, uh, but uh, I had no money, and so calling from a hotel phone is really expensive. So, uh, so I think I just called my mom, I think, and uh, just told her and told her to tell everybody else. But yeah, so it was an exciting day. It's a dream come true, actually. I mean, I, you know, I dream, dreamt about playing professional ball, especially in the big leagues, and. So that was, the, that was one of the first steps in, you know, achieving the ultimate dream. 
Uh, I love that we've already dated ourselves as you uh, explain the process of, of roommates and an answering machine that everybody could listen to at the same time. <laughs> yeah. 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 No cell phones back then. No, nothing. So uh, everything was a lot slower. Information moved around a lot slower those days. It's interesting, the story that you tell about how you had kind of been put on the shelf and your, your role changed. So was there any talk directly with the team about what it was they saw and what their thought was about your future? Not at that time, no. Um, it, it wasn't uh, until later that it really, um, you know, found out more information. And, and a lot of it was stuff. You know, they, they liked my stuff. Uh, they like my presence you know, on the mound. Um, and so they were being a closer at that time, you know, pitching for a uh, major college university, uh, you know, playing against the you know, best in the country. Uh, I feel like I handle myself well. So, so that's one thing I, I've always, you know, appreciated about them is that, you know, I learned that in high school, actually, like how to handle myself on the mound. So, uh, so it carried over through college and, and um and then into professional ball and so that was one thing that i always appreciated that they liked about me it's just you know how i handled myself out there uh, your arrival into the rotation in 1999 coincided with the team starting a real run of consistent contention so take us through making the rotation what happened in spring training that year and, and what kind of conversation happened with dusty's so that you could find out you you got one of the spots yeah, so, in, well, in 98, you know, uh, Sean Estes went down, and um, so I was able to make some starts in, in his spot and, uh, you know, did pretty good. I uh, had my moments and, and all that stuff, but uh, so it was – and the the following year, you know, I wasn't guaranteed uh, anything, so so I just took it as going into spring training that I have to fight for a position and um, – and but Dusty gave me a lot of confidence that you know that I was one of his guys and and, and everything and so it made me a lot more confident and, and looking forward to uh, just working as hard as I can to get better and better every day and once we broke camp and you know I was I already knew I was part of the rotation you know that was a big moment to be able to start the season as one of the the starters and be able to do it for hopefully a you know, full season. And so, uh, so at that time I was just thinking start by start. I mean, let's, let's not think about, okay, here we go. We're going to have a long you know career and all that stuff. It was just start by start. Um, and, uh, end up having a really, really good year. Um, that, uh, yeah, that, that, that helped, you know, get me, uh, help gain you know a lot of wisdom and, and, a lot of confidence and you know a lot of backing from the players and 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 the coaches and all that stuff and and uh you know got myself known more about the fans and by the fans and stuff like that and so so it was just that was one of those moments uh when I found out that I was, I was making the star rotation and was able to stay there the rest of the year that uh that was the dream right there like that was Really, I mean, I I know when I made my first Open A roster and my first appearance and all that stuff, that was you know unbelievable too. But having going and being in the starting rotation from day one until the end of the season, I mean that that's what it was all about. And so I was glad that I was I was able to put a good season together 
And that really helped propel me for the years after that to know that, you know, I can stay healthy and I can make those adjustments that I need, you know, because you're facing the best hitters in the world. And to know that I was, uh, you know, that point in my career that I was able to make adjustments, able to trust my teammates and, and all that, um, that uh, it, so it really, you know, catapulted me into another realm of, of confidence and, you know, made me more excited uh, for each year to come. Yeah, I mean, it was a really quick rise. I mean, for your first full year as a starter in the bigs, you win 18 games. What was it that, yeah. that clicked in so quickly? Well, that first year in 98, I learned a ton from the guys in the bullpen and, you know, the, the other pitchers uh, when I became a starter, especially in just sitting in the dugout. So, you know, I sat in the bullpen a lot, and the, those guys helped me out a, a ton. You know, they they, they would just – quiz me on stuff they would you know ask me did you see that and and stuff like that and because uh, i'd watch them pitch how they handled themselves the consistency and all that stuff and i was like man you know i'm not quite there yet i'm getting there but uh so i just picked their brains and they really helped me out a lot and so when i was starter and sitting in the dugout same thing i'd listen to the hitters talk i'd listen you know i'd ask questions to the you know hitting coach and and stuff like that and try to find out as much as i could so Going into the 99 season, you know, I had a bunch of information that I could use, and and I was able to utilize that and then see how it works in-game. And uh, if I need to make an adjustment, just remembering the things, the information that I was given, uh, stuff that I was I got help with, I was able to use that in-game and make those adjustments faster. And that's that was really the thing that I, I saw firsthand was – you know, if you can make adjustments really fast, then you can do really well in this game. And so I learned how to make adjustments in 98. I heard about adjustments you can make uh, and wasn't able to quite do that real well. But then in 99, I was able to learn from those situations and then actually make those adjustments in game uh, and then start to start uh, that helped help me be consistent, help me uh, you know, help the team win a lot of ball games. It was also the final year of Candlestick Park that we're talking about right here, and, yeah. and that stadium is such a funny place. It, it was revered; it still is. And Giants fans will know what I mean, and so will you when I say this. That it also had some, uh, shall we say, challenging aspects to it at, at the same time. So, uh, co- collectively yeah. as a team, right? What, what what are your emotions in in the closing down of that place? Well, for me, uh, is I mean, that was my first home ballpark. Um, and so, you know, it meant a lot to me. You know, that's where a lot of firsts happened. You know, my first uh, start, you know, my first home run, my, you know, uh, this, the, the first home stadium, home clubhouse, et cetera. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just – and I actually really like pitching there. Um, I enjoyed pitching there. You know, I know the wind swirled and sometimes, you know, you can catch wind going straight out and it makes it tough. But, but for the most part, I mean, I, I really enjoyed pitching there. I felt comfortable there. And that's probably the, the biggest thing I remember is that right away I felt comfortable there. And uh, it's a good feeling to have because, you know, there I, I pitched in Chicago a number of times at really really Field and I never felt comfortable there. Never, not once. And so, um, so to to have your first home ballpark 
feel comfortable right away is, is a big deal. So, so yeah, so, I mean, the thought came to mind of, well, you know, new ballpark coming up, am I going to feel comfortable, you know? And, uh, but I will say the one great thing is right away I felt comfortable. And so that was a good thing. That's, that, that helps a whole lot, you know, when you're on the mound and you feel comfortable and especially when in your own home ballpark. Do you remember your final outing at, at Candlestick? You, you pitched really well. I think you went into the seventh inning and, and gave up maybe three runs left th- uh, in a three-to-three tie against the Diamondbacks. But do, do you remember that day and what emotions you were feeling? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I want to say my last start of that season was in Colorado, um, getting a win in Colorado, uh, I believe, was my last start of that season, um, if I remember right. And um, so I want to say I remember that, you know, just that, you know, did had a good start, and did, did well. I think I got a win for my 18th, and it was kind of like, well, and the season's over. You know, I mean, that's, that's it for me. So, um, but no, I mean, I just in Candlestick, I just remember a few, you know, a few games, um, and uh, I'm not really good until I actually see video maybe or pictures and I'm like, Oh, okay, now I got it. But I was never really good at, uh, you know, reminiscing and remembering, you know, things like that. I wish I was, but, um, but like I said, I, I love pitching there. So it just, the, the hardest thing for me there was just the wind, how cold it would get when the wind would swoosh, you know, swing through the dugout. Um, you just kind of held on, ducked your head and just you know let it pass and uh but i just remember it was freezing i mean you, the other teams came in with big old parkas on and and stuff and uh you know that always seemed like it was an advantage for us uh you know uh because we're we're used to it but but yeah once bp is almost over i mean it got cold and uh so i just remember man this we haven't made cuz we get to go in these guys have to stay out you know, because the clouds would come over and it it started to get cold, you know, closer to game time. Uh, you're, you're on point with what you remember about your final start at Colorado that year because it was a complete game. That might be why you remember that one. You went the full <laughs> nine. <laughs> you, got, you got your 18th win. Uh, so really good stuff there. But then, then we go to a clean slate for, for 2000. You're now established as a starter. The team's got a new yard. Uh, how's everybody feeling at the start of that year? Good, excited. Um, when we all got to tour the ballpark, you know, before it opened, and um, you know, it was we were blown away, and uh, just the, so there was a lot of excitement uh, going in, and and I, I think what you know, we started off slow that year, uh, and I really fully believe a lot of that had to do with. Uh, maybe feeling some pressure because you're opening a new ballpark to want to do well for the fans to, to really do well. And so I, I think we, you know, kind of pressed a little bit uh, there at the beginning and then, you know, obviously settled down later on, but uh, um, because everybody was getting used to it, but, you know, we had practiced there plenty and all that stuff. But I, I think just wanting to do so well uh, in this new ballpark was a big thing and, and just may have been pressing a little bit too much at the beginning um, and just, you know, had to settle in and then, um, you know, get going from there and just be, be the team that we know, you know, we, 
we were uh, we felt like we were how good you know we could be um, from an individual standpoint, maybe the same thing. You, you struggled a little bit in the first half of the year, but right at the All-Star break, something really clicked in. Do, do you remember something specific changing that you were doing differently in the second half? Yeah, well, I, I got a big wake-up call. Um, you know, after the 99 season, uh, you know, the Giants uh, signed me for, um, you know, kind of a, a – long-term deal you know um and so i i think part of me because remember when i was telling you earlier that i was just going start start by start i wasn't looking ahead just you know just going start by start and so i think once i signed that deal i think i i kind of relaxed a little bit um and i think that was the thing that uh i shouldn't have done now, you know, I didn't do that because all of a sudden, ah, it doesn't matter. I signed a deal. It was just, it's a nice, comfortable feeling to know that, hey, you're established. And, you know, they solidified that with a contract. Um, but that's that's how small of room you have there in the big leagues. And so if you let up just a little bit, it makes a big deal. So so I think just mentally I relaxed a little bit and um, and just didn't have the same, you know, just uh, go-getter attitude that I had, you know, kind of uh, living every, you know, by every start. I didn't have that because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm established a little bit now. And, and so I'm here for the long haul. They, you know, they wouldn't have signed me if they didn't think, you know, they if I, if I, they didn't want me here, all that stuff. So, uh yeah, so that first half was rough, man. It was uh, it was rough, and Dusty held Dusty held on longer than I know uh, a lot of people wanted him to. And uh, you know, so finally he took me out of the rotation, and uh, Joe Nathan uh, took my spot. I went to the bullpen, and uh, I was there to help the team win. So I was just like, look, you know, all right, I get it. You know, I, you hold, held on to me as long as you possibly could, and and. Uh, and unfortunately for Joe, uh, he got hurt in like the second inning, a game against Oakland. Um, and so I came in for him and pitched really well. So and I was as long, long story short, uh, or short story long, whatever you want to call it, that <laughs> that game go, going in and saying, forget it. I'm, I just need to pitch, not worry about anything else and just pitch. And so that was a game, you know, so I was a little humbled. And at the same time, I was coming in for a guy that just got hurt. And so it was just a reminder of like, man, how special this opportunity is. And don't ever take it for granted. Don't ever uh, move past that one pitch, that one inning, that one game. And and uh, so from then on, the rest of my career, that's how I, I did it. Yeah, and you, you rebuilt the faith quickly in that second half for sure uh, and, and were a you know, big rotation piece down the stretch. You guys get to September. You're getting close to, to clinching, and you actually started the game that got the magic number down to one. Um, you beat the Reds 4-2 to two on September 20th. Do, at that time, are, are you guys are you feeling it? Are you smelling it? What, what do you remember about that that time? Yeah, well, every Giants team that I was on, um, I mean, we – and it starts with, you know, Dusty. I mean, he, he was 
fully confident in all of us and and uh and we were confident in each other and so so getting down to the wire you know in that in a situation like that is like you know uh we're we're totally confident in in what what we can do and and be able to to get it done you know to make the playoffs and and so um that was that was one of the great things that I saw early in my career was you know like nobody nobody panicked and you know Dusty didn't panic and the veteran players didn't panic and so it helped us younger guys to uh to not panic and and uh and just play our game just do the things that we've trained ourselves to do and and just you know take it that way and and that's one of the things I always loved about you know being a part of the, the Giants organization is that um, the people that they brought in, coaches, players, um, it was built to win, and it was it was built on you know vet, veteran presence and and trust and you know and everybody, and so so that was so cool you know during that time, and so having a year like that, I remember Robbie Thompson was you know one of our coaches coming up to me and just, you know, telling me about, you know, how impressed he was with the turnaround. And so I was excited, the fact that I was able to help in the second half to to help us, you know, push towards, you know, going to the playoffs and have it, you know, having a chance to go to the playoffs because that's what we're there for. We're there to win a, a world championship. So, um, you know, so it was a very exciting time, you know, for, for all of us. The very next night, you clinch the division. What was that celebration like? Fastball. There's a high drive to center field. Going back is Murray. He stops now at the warning track. He's under it. He's got it. And the Giants have won the last. For the second time in the last four years, they race out of the dugout and start to pile atop each other. Oh, it's always great. I mean, uh, you know, the, 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 the veteran guys, you know, that have done it in, in the past, I mean, they they always tried to um help me understand like what that's like uh what that what it means and uh it wasn't until you know I experienced the first celebration um you know going to the playoffs that I really understood like now I get it now I get why you know partly why players take this so seriously you know take it so seriously to to try to win a a, a championship um, this and this is just a first step, but it's you know it's a celebration of you know what you did together throughout the whole season, and um, and so that moment for me was special because I've heard about it, you know I heard guys talk about it, but um, to be able to experience that and uh, you know see the celebration happening and and you know champagne being sprayed and stuff like that, I mean it's it's a really cool feeling. And then you see how you know, family and friends and fans, you know, rally around that. And, uh, you know, and then now you're just like, all right, you know, at some point your celebration is over. It's time to get back to work. And, uh, um, but, it, but it's definitely, I mean, celebrating like that, winning a division or even going in as a wild card or anything like that, you know, once being able to go to the playoffs, I mean, it's a special thing. And it's always a great celebration. You're a pretty calm guy, though. So what are, what are you doing during these celebrations? Uh, <laughs> try not to do anything dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, 
So, I, you know, because, I mean, there are, you know, most of the time there are cameras around. And so uh, I was just like, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, ever be in a photo or in camera doing something stupid uh, or, you know. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm excited. and it, But at the same time, you know, I'm not I, – I was never one of those guys that would get right in the middle of it and, and uh, you know, try to go over by kind of stayed – around the outside of the circle and you know and just and just celebrate that way and uh yeah i'm just i i'm just excited as anybody else but you know i was i'm just not as outgoing as a lot of guys and just be able to just let it out like that so um you know but on the inside you know i'm definitely as, as excited as anybody there you pitched in Game 3 of the Division Series against the Mets that year. Was the mm-hmm. team just deflated, though, after the, the, the JT home run game, but then you still come up short and lose the game? So what, 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 was, what was the feeling for the whole team in Game 3? Um, well, I mean, you know, I'd, the thing that I remember is, um, you know, guys giving me a lot of confidence because one of, one of the things that Dusty talked about was, you know, for, for pitchers, when your team loses the, the day before, um, you know, it's important for that next guy to get the team back on track. So that's something I always remembered um, was to, you know, I wanted to be that guy that, if, you know, if we had two, three losses in a row and I get to piss, I'm coming up to piss that I wanted to stop that, you know, or if we had two, three wins in a row, and my turn's coming up, then I wanted to keep it going. And so, so I would, always wanted to um, be in those situations where, you know, help turn things around and stuff like that. And so, and I, and I kind of remember, you know, uh, you know, starting, I mean, that was, that was a huge moment for me. And, uh, um, I, you know, it, it's just, I don't, I wouldn't say that it really wasn't deflated, um, uh, I mean, we'll probably get to this, but I mean, I think the only time I ever saw really any moment of deflation was in 2002, you know, after game six. But, um, but at that time, it's just, you know, we, uh, you know, we had all the confidence in, in the world, I think. And, and, you know, so did I, you know, go, when, when I got to pitch and stuff. And so uh, just going out there and just laying it all out for that one game and then, you know, see what happens from there. The Mets go on to win it three games to one, and even though some of you guys, yourself included, hadn't really experienced what had happened in previous playoff years with the Giants, the fan base and the team starting to get the reputation that they can't get by round one of the playoffs. Is that a discussion that that is happening inside the clubhouse? Uh, it's not something that I remember. Um, I, I think, you know, I think one of the things that uh, I tried to do was, you know, just to concentrate on doing my job and, and making sure that I was uh, productive uh, to help the team, you know, win as much as possible. And so so I think early on in my career, I didn't really get involved in those types of conversations and that type of thought. Um you know, I look at every single guy on the roster and I look, we're a big league team. We're, you know, we're some of the best players in the world. Um, you know, we have a chance to win every night. So, um, 
you know, there, there's no reason, there was no reason for me to think um, that we couldn't do well, you know, every year. I, I always thought that, you know, we had an opportunity to do well every year. And so, um, so I didn't get, I didn't get involved in that type of thought or discussion. Um, so, you know, I guess I wouldn't be the, the best guy to, to answer that, you know, if there was, or to know about that, if there was any other type of thoughts, you know, going on. The following year, you have a fantastic individual year in 2001, and the rotation with the acquisition of Jason Schmidt to add in with you and, and Levon and Woody and Estes, like this, this, this is a really, really nice rotation that, that was forming. What did it feel like to be a part of that group? Uh, it was fun. We had a blast. Um, you know, we we had uh, um, you know conversations with all of us, and uh, you know, I believe uh, didn't Jason get traded during the year over there? Yes, um, I yes, believe so. Correct. So yeah, so so we we kind of had you know at the beginning of the year, you know, we we had pitchers games, you know, where we just get everybody to get points for so many innings pitch or win or hit or butt sacrifice, bunt, stuff like that. So, um, so as a group, like we had a blast and we all pushed each other and we, you know, I remember we had a conversation, you know, early in spring training and, and early in the season is just like, look, you know, we, we have a chance to do something special here. And, you know, we believe all, all of us can do it. And, um, so we, we always wanted to try to one up each other and also, uh, try to feed off of each other. And so that was, that was a great thing about, about all of us, you know, that year and the next year in 2002 is just that, you know, we specifically talked about feeding off one another and then also trying to do better than the next guy, because we're part of it was playing this game. I mean, you know, and there was, cause there was money on the line, you know, at the end there was, money and pride <laughs> at, at the end of the season, you know, um, for the winter. And so, so, uh, so yeah, so just having that fun little competition, uh, makes all the difference in the world because it brought us closer. And so if one guy had a great start, then the next guy would try to have a great start, try to earn more points and then keep the ball rolling. And then the next guy would try to do the same thing. So, yeah, so we had a blast. And then once Jason came on the scene and we were just like, you know, blown away because i remember him in pittsburgh but not that much but once he came to the giants it was like are you kidding me this guy throws upper 90s and paints uh and has unbelievable stuff um wow like this is this is fantastic you know i mean uh what a pickup and so uh yeah and so he joined the game or whatever but uh um, we had to figure out like, how are we going to incorporate him in the game? And, but, uh, yeah, so I would just say we just had a blast. We had a fun little competition going on the side and we pushed each other and we fed off each other. And so it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Quick pause to thank our sponsor T-Mobile. It's never been more important to stay connected and T-Mobile has taken steps to support customers along with frontline workers nationwide During these uncertain times, they've been amazing. T-Mobile responded to customer needs by increasing network capacity, lifting smartphone data caps, and increasing data allowances for schools and students 
in the Empower Ed program. They've also committed to donate $2.5 million to over 100 local schools and Boys and Girls Club of America, which provides childcare for our nation's first responders and healthcare workers, meals for families in need, and more. T-Mobile is committed to supporting customers, communities, and thanking frontline workers across the nation. Visit T-Mobile.com for more information. And now back to Inside Giant Moments. Uh, the following year, 2002, you've got the new ballpark. Bonds mania is in full swing. Jeff Kent has a huge year. You've got that great rotation. The team wins 95 games. Uh, surprisingly, that's still only good enough for the wild card. Wild uh, but card, you're yeah. in. There, there's a, yeah, there's a lot going on uh, and a lot of different fronts with the team. What, what was that whole year like? I was, uh, man, um, yeah, the, the things that, that I remember from, from that year was, uh, you know, we had a, a great, you know, I think rotation, um, and, you know, the, the guys, you know, Jeff and, and Barry, um, you know, the two big guys that we had and, uh, but then you just looked around the, the rest of the squad. It's just like, man, we, we seem to have everything covered and, and all that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I won 14 games that year, but, um, I think the thing that I concentrated mostly on was not was more of, I only cared about the, I only cared about the team winning when I pitched. I was, you know, I was, but, but that was a time where I was just like, okay, you know, I got to do a better job of, you know, with certain things and, and all that. And so, so I spent a lot of time that year just trying to get better and better and better. And so um, that's one thing that when, whenever I get together with guys from, from teams I played with is especially with the giants. I'm like, there was a lot of times where I spent just concentrating on how, how can I do more to help this team win and stuff. And, and then I find out like, man, I missed a lot of stuff, you know? And so, so that year kind of was one of those, that year was kind of one of those things to where I was like, you know, uh, I think I want to say, you know, I started to kind of get highlighted a little more and stuff. And so I was just trying not to let, you know, any of that, uh, pressure get to me. You know, we, we have a new daughter and stuff like that. And so, uh, so yeah, so I, I think for me, um, up until, you know, towards the end, it was just, you know, so many new things, you know, going on. Like I, I'm trying to think, I'm like, gosh, man, I know there's stuff in there in my, in my head in the memory bank, but it's not being pulled out. Cause I'm like, you know, what was, what else was going on? And I'm like, yeah, well, we had a new daughter and, you know, uh, we, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to correct some things and and stuff coming off, uh, you know, another good year of 17 wins, you know, trying to duplicate that. And, and then, you know, going, I think for me that year was back and forth and, um, and all that. But, uh, one thing I was always proud of is I got stronger, you know, as the year went on. And so, um, but once we got in as a wild card and it was like, all right, now new season, here we go. And, um, that, that's something I distinctly remember that we talked about. And as that first round starts, you're on the road in Atlanta. Uh, we've kind of already talked about the, the previous struggles of the organization in that round one. And, and you guys had to be mindful that you're going against this insane rotation of, 
uh, Maddox yeah. and Millwood and Glavin. So are you are you entering games immediately thinking pitchers duel got got to be got to be perfect? Uh, yeah, um, that uh, yeah. you know <laughs> they're they're not going to give up much, and they're going to most likely walk Barry and you know um, and make other guys do it. And so you know the feeling was like other guys are are going to have to step up and put pressure. Um, you know, but when you have guys like Glavin and, and Maddox and, and, you know, a young Bill Wood, who was phenomenal and, um, you knew it was going to be tough. I mean, that's what, you know, Atlanta was always known for as, as their pitchers. Um, but then, you know, you look at their lineup and you're like, geez, man, like, you know, there's, there's great players, you know, uh, that come, come to bat and, uh, so it, but yeah, so the, but the mindset was at least for, for us pitchers is, Hey, we got to do our job, keep the, the, the runs low to give ourselves an opportunity because you know that they're going to pitch well. I mean, you just figure that they're just going to pitch well. So, um, so no pressure. It was just, you know, do, do what we're capable of doing and, uh, just see what happens. And, um, like when you mentioned about, you know, a, a team, or, you know, people talking about the Giants and, you know, not going past first round, stuff like that. Like, I can honestly say that, you know, we didn't – that wasn't discussed in the clubhouse and or, or anything like that. It was just, you know, and I think, again, it just goes to, sh- to show the leadership of Barry and the veteran players on the team of, um, you know, just bringing out the confidence in, in each other and, you know, getting the job done. And we knew we can get the job done. If we just uh, played like ourselves, and uh, and that's you know ended up what what happened, and it was a tough you know tough five games. I tell you that um, you know it was it was a good series, good exciting series, and you know and I was glad I got to to you know pitch game one and game five and and uh, have us be able to move on past Atlanta. Yeah, with that game one. How, how did you get word that that was going to be your night? Uh, well, I know, I know it just, you know, like I said, you know, I always uh, pride myself on finishing the year, you know, strong. And so, so I know, you know, I was, I was finishing that year strong and um, just the way that it worked out as far as, you know, days off and things like that. And so when, when I was told, um, I, I think the real honest answer was just like, oh my gosh, really? You know, like a uh, little nerve set in right away of like, oh, okay, wow. You know, cause big moment. Right. And, um, but then, you know, it wasn't like I, you know, they told me two hours before the game. So I mean, so I had time to like, oh, okay, settle down and, uh, now get, get to work. You know, I, I'd already studied the Atlanta hitters, you know, during the season and stuff, but, um, but the thing that I always remember is the Giants were very good at, you know, the coaches and players were very good at not making the moment too big. That is, you know, that is, you know, it's not just a regular game, but, but play it like a regular game. You know, don't, don't make the moment bigger than it needs to be because then that's when you start putting pressure on yourself and that's when you start trying to do more than you're capable of doing it you know, uh, and stuff like that, you know, that leave that to the announcers on TV, to the media, to make it 
you know, so focused on, you know, every single pitch matters. You already know that every pitch matters all year long. So, um, so that was the one thing that really helped calm me down was just remembering that. And then just all the talks that, that we had as a team of, you know, look, let's just go out and do our thing. And, and really the veteran guys on the, on the team were really the, the guys that had been past the first round, had been to a world series or even won a world series were the guys that stepped up and said like, look, I'm telling you, if you treat this more than you should, it's going to be, it's going to make it tougher. So let's just, you know, go out and, and treat this um, like a regular game, do what we're supposed to do. And, you know, we'll be, we'll be fine. And so, uh, so that helped a lot for me, you know, someone still quite young, pretty young and going into a place like Atlanta, um, you know, facing that, that team, it, it helped me out a lot. And, you know, was able to just go out and do my thing and and hopefully, you know, come out with the win, which we did. After that, you guys lose the, the next two games. Uh, and so you personally are, are just helplessly watching as it appears to be heading in the wrong direction. So what did that feel like for you? Um, you know, kind of it, it's, it's, it makes the days – you know, after, you know, that first game, it makes them long, um, you know, and it's, uh, you know, it wasn't, I wouldn't say that it was, it was shocking because, you know, uh, you see the, the rotation and, and the type of team they are. It's like, all right, it, we knew going in, it was going to be a battle. Um, so, yeah. So after, after that, you know, we had to win two games and, um, you know, to move, move past that round. And, you know, so going into game four is like, yeah, you start to feel like this really matters now. Like this is, you know, and, and then that's when me as a, you know, like I said, a, a fairly younger player starts to hear how, you know, everybody's available. you like, you know, this is a must game, must win game. And so that was one of those first times to where it's just like, you know, you, you just saw, when you talk about this is a must-win game that everybody's available, that everything's going to be used, and we'll worry about the next day, you know, if it comes. And so, um, so that was pretty crazy. And and uh, so being able to win that game, I just remember we won, um, and then we took off uh, after the game, and uh, I was starting game five. So uh, they kind of treated me like, hey. We're, they put me up in the first class area and they said, just go to sleep, make sure, hey, make sure, you know, just leave Russ alone, let him get, make sure that he at least gets some sleep and stuff like that. And I was like, man, this is, this is pretty crazy, you know, cause it's like, you know, you're getting VIP treatment from your own team and, um, which is pretty cool. But, uh, uh, yeah, they wanted to make sure that like, if anything, at least our starting pitcher got good rest, you know, and, uh, you know, cause we're, leaving at night after a game, uh, going, you know, to a time zone that's three hours later when we leave. And so by the time we land and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that was pretty crazy. It was like, hurry, let's hurry up and get on and go. Um, and, uh, just make sure that Russ gets plenty of sleep. So, uh, so that was pretty, pretty cool moment. Um, and then, uh, yeah, going to game five, I was just like, how great is this? You know, just, 
not everything wasn't on my shoulders, but um, this was a, a big pivotal moment, you know, for me in my career, and uh, I was ready. And uh, and then when we won, it was just again that that celebration of uh, you know moving on to the next round, one step closer to the World Series, is and that's kind of was the feeling. It was like, okay, we move past this round one step closer to the World Series, and, uh, um, you know, but that was a great night, uh, you know, celebrating. It was just, uh, you know, just a mind-blowing experience uh, for me personally. Yeah, let's go into that game a little bit uh, because I, I, I can remember you walked a couple of guys right there in the first inning, but then you really settled in to a groove, and, and your offense gets on the board. Bonds hits a home run in the fourth you're up two to nothing. So at that point, what what are your emotions? See what Millwood throws him three two. They're setting up away. Here's the pitch. Bonds hammers one into left center field. This one is a big ride. It is out of here. Left center field. Barry Bonds and the Giants lead two to nothing. Uh, just hold the lead. Yeah, I mean, just do everything I can to not let them score and just hold the lead, um, keep the, keep momentum on our side. Um, don't let it shift. And, you know, one thing, if ever, anybody that knows me, you know, knows that, uh, you know, I never gave in. And so that turned into a lot of deep counts, a lot of pitches, a lot of, you know, a lot of walks and stuff like that. And um, so I always found, found a way to make games interesting. <laughs> um and so, uh, but, you know, I just had, and, you know, and that's one thing when I got traded and went to Atlanta the next year is, is they talked about that. They talked about the fact that I never gave in. They liked that. And, um, you know, uh, and they didn't care about my pitch count or walks necessarily. But, um, but that, that was one thing, you know, against the Braves, knowing, uh, already knowing that, they're very good hitters, but then going to that team the next year and seeing how how smart they are and how disciplined they are, you know, I, and then I, I reverted back to 2002, and it was like, makes sense. You know, like I didn't know that about them uh, at that time, but I just knew how good they were, and I just knew, like, I have to be on. I have to, you know, be uh, controlled out there myself, you know, just to focus and and just emotionally um, and just concentrate on, you know, making every pitch and not letting my mind wander uh, at all. That was the biggest thing, you know, in that series against Atlanta is like, just don't let your mind wander. Um, If it starts to wander, step off, whatever you got to do and just get back into it because that's the one thing that, that I remember with the, the Atlanta Braves is, you know, once you slip, then they'll get you. And uh, then by watching their pitchers, their pitchers, you know, they were mainly focused uh, big time, and you can just see it there on the mound. And so so that game five was just all about just making a pitch, making a pitch, making a pitch. And then, yeah, like you were saying, we got up, and it was just like keep that lead, keep the momentum on our side as best you can. And uh, and then, we, you know, obviously, as you know, we had a tremendous bullpen. So, um is just do it as long as you can and then um, let everybody else take over if need be. And that's what you did. You pitched into the sixth. The bullpen took care of it the rest of the way. 
you are the winning pitcher in game five and on to the NLCS. You guys go first time for the organization since 1989. So what, what was that night like? What was postgame like? The pitch. And his slider. Right to Snow at first. He grabs it for the out. Now he's got Franco on a rundown. He throws to Aurelia. He tags him out before Forkal scores. Forkal just jogged down the line. He would have counted had he scored. It matters not to the ultimate outcome, though. The Giants, one way or the other, win this game. A ground ball right to Snow. He caught it with his foot in the bag. Then they got Franco in the rundown. Aurelia tagged him out. And the Giants have defeated the Atlanta Braves. They are headed to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it was just, I mean, you know, just a celebration of, of the great effort and fight, you know, just everything that we knew about our team. And, you know, moving on, uh, knowing we're, you know, I mean, going to face St. Louis and, you know, knowing that they're a great team as well. But, uh, um, I mean, it, it was it was one of those things for me to where it's like, you know, in a short series like that, getting to pitch twice and getting, um, you know, your team two wins uh, is, is a great feeling. I mean, I that was one of those times where I felt like, okay, you know, I can pitch in big games and, uh, and I can do it, you know, uh, you know, in kind of the biggest stage and um, which, which helped me, you know, later on um, throughout the playoffs, but uh, also helped me, you know, the, the rest of my years, you know, the times that I was called upon in in bigger situations. And so, so that's, that's, that series really helped me understand like, okay, there's, there's there's a level of focus that you need to have, you know, in the big leagues. Uh, but then I was able to understand, like, I can take my level of focus even higher. And uh, that's a really cool feeling to have. And then, you know, after everything's done, you know, you, and you're celebrating with your team and, you know, everybody's excited for your, each other. And, um, you know, that's just, that's just a great feeling. I mean, there's – there's nothing like making the playoffs, but then each each stage of the playoffs you, that you get past, I mean, the celebration is just bigger and better. And, of course, you, you have one a week later as you win the NLCS, on to the World Series. And as we know, the 2002 World Series was just such a winding story of ups and downs. You had struggled in game two, but the team works its way yeah. to a 3-2 series lead. You head to Anaheim for game six. Where's your confidence level at that time? Uh, actually good because, uh, you know, after game two, uh, I remember after game two, uh, we go out through the right field fence and get on like a shuttle bus back to the hotel. And I remember um, getting on the bus, not happy at all, obviously. Um, well, we it, it was – I had a horrible game. Kevin Aper had a horrible game. So at one point it was basically a, a tie game or like a, basically a one, nothing game essentially. Um, so there was still a chance to win, but uh, you know, but with my performance, I was not happy. And so I remember getting on the bus with my wife and, you know, she asked me and, and, you know, I'm not trying to throw her under the bus, but she asked me, he's like, you know, Hey, what happened? So I remember <laughs> that point, and we talked, and her and I have talked about this before. And I just, at now I can laugh about it, but back then I was just like, you know, that's 
probably the worst question you can ask me at this point. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, so, and I think I just looked at her and just looked away, but, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way, I mean, I was frustrated if I lost during the season, but during the playoffs, playoffs, and especially the world series, you know, I, I mean, I really felt like I let our team down. And so, so when I looked at the, the video, uh, the next day, I was like, plan was right. Execution wasn't, wasn't good. So, um, so, you know, going into the next few days, it was just, I was just working on execution, execution, playing catch in my bullpen sessions, all that stuff. It was just about execution. Cause I really thought plan was just fine. Um, I just, you know, had poor execution. So, so going into that day, I felt great. Um, I remember there was a car show going on the convention center next to our hotel. And I just remember my telling my wife, like, Hey, let's just go walk around there, you know? And so we just walked around the car show, um, until it was time for me to go to the, the ballpark. And once we got there, I was just like, my mindset was just only on executing every pitch. And so, uh, and that's all I concentrated on. I couldn't tell you, you know, really anything else that was going on. Um, you know, I mean, that was probably the most focused I had ever been in my life. Um, and, uh, I didn't hear the crowd or anything until, you know, Dusty made the move, uh, to take me out. That was the first time I actually heard the stadium and, um, you know, so it was just, I was fully confident that I could execute. And that was my only objective was just execute every pitch because the plan was already set. Um, and because I didn't execute in game two, uh, they didn't really, they weren't a- able to really see what kind of plan I had um, or myself and, you know, the pitcher had for them. So, um, so, you know, so you could look at it as like, well, a bad game but still kind of had the advantage of I get to pitch again and uh once Jason Smith you know won uh game five then I was just like all right here we go you know I didn't think about oh man you know if I if I helped win this game win the the series it was nothing like that it was just all right it's my turn and I'm ready you know I've been working on executing this whole week and uh, that's all I'm gonna do and and so it was really fun really fun to go out and just you know, execute as long as I could. You pitched so great. How how often do people still bring up that they wish Dusty had had left you in? Uh, a lot, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's um, you know, I I did a a little thing today uh, uh, earlier today just with a guy here locally, and and that bit was brought up as well. And I'm like, you know, I love talking about it because that's you know, that's one of the highlights of my, my career, my life. And so, um, it's a great, I think a great example of, you know, redemption, a great example of getting a second chance and, you know, and a great example of realizing, you know, you, like I was saying before, you, you let your mind slip a little bit, um, you know, you get yourself in trouble. And so, so, you know, it's just, there's a lot of great stuff in there, you know, and doesn't end, you know, with the world series championship, but, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love talking about it. Um, I don't mind talking about it. 
it, it gets brought up a lot. And, and, uh, obviously the biggest thing is, you know, wish Dusty didn't take you out, which I wish he didn't take me out either. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to really doubt that, you know, the kind of bullpen that we had. I was like, I mean, I honestly thought once I got taken out, I was like, ah, you know, there were two singles, but I mean, we're fine. Honestly, yeah, it's just like, we're still going to win this thing. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I fully believe that we were still going to win and, and we were going to be celebrating out on the, on the field uh, as world champs. But, uh, you know, obviously that didn't happen. But um, looking back at it, I was just like, you know, there was no reason to believe we weren't going to get it done. And uh, that just goes to show you, you know, that sometimes, you know, uh, sports and you know just like life it's just doesn't turn out the way that you want it you know doesn't seem fair sometimes but uh, you know it just kind of is what it is and it was their moment you know the moment that I think that we just we missed uh, having and uh, you know just something that you know a lot of us never experienced again and and I think that's that's the the part I think that bugs me is just you know, I never got a chance to go back and try it again. And, uh, you know, I was telling someone earlier that after the two years in Atlanta where we had chances, you know, in the playoffs to to do well and didn't get to the World Series, that's when I really felt like, man, you know, that was a really missed opportunity and that, you know, I hope I get the opportunity again, but you realize how hard it is to get to the World Series and, we were so close and uh yeah so it's it's one of those things like man that was a that was a bummer how close we were and uh you know and and then when you don't get back you know look at the the, i look at the rest of my career and never get back you know really get close to getting back um it's like man that, that was you then like i said you realize how close you really were um and uh it's you know it's it's not, it wasn't hard to take, you know, in the sense of like, it brings me down, but just, it's just hard to swallow, you know, sometimes because you, you just realize, especially every postseason, every World Series that comes up, you know, now it's just like, man, we were so close, you know, just one of those things that you just always say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, everybody thought you had it. Dusty did too. There's the famous story of him handing you the game ball. What what did he say to you yeah. when he handed that to you? So, uh, you know, the only thing when he came out and then took me out, you know, we're on the all everybody's on the mound and stuff, and you know, just you know, good job and all that stuff. Um, I when he first came to the mound, I don't really remember what he said. Like, I mean, I was I was so in the zone and just like numb to everything, and then you know, it wasn't until he, you know, he told me that, you know, they're going to bring in somebody, you know, and all that stuff that I, then all of a sudden I heard stuff, I heard the crowd and everything. And, uh, I remember I started to walk off. I think I took like a step and, and he stopped me and just said, Hey, you know, I just, you know, this is, this is yours. I want you to have this. Um, and I, and I think if you watch the video, I think you can just see me saying, okay. And just walk it off, you know, like, <laughs> All right, you know, whatever. Um, and I, then I just walk off, and, you know, as I'm walking off, I just remember, like, wow, that was crazy because 
I couldn't even tell you what was going on around me up until that point. And, and, uh, that was a really cool feeling. And then being able to look up at my family, um, and, you know, kind of acknowledge them and, and have them see this moment. I'm like, you know, really good chance at winning this thing. You know, like I said, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but you know, it was just a really cool moment. And, but as far as I had the ball, but I didn't think anything of it. I didn't, you know, I, I waited out the rest of the inning there. And, and once the inning was over, I went up and put my glove away, changed my shirt, all that stuff. And never thought about it again until after the game where all of a sudden, you know, people were making such a huge deal out of it. And I was like, I think he just said like, here, this is for you. or just, you know, wants you to have this. Okay. You know, he yeah. didn't say anything like, you know, Hey, this is a game ball for, for helping us win the, you know, games, world series. It wasn't <laughs> anything like that. It's just a memento, you know? And so, uh, and then the whole thing was made that, that the angels saw that and it fueled their fire and all that stuff. And I know that's not true because I played with guys, you know, after that were on the angels, they said they didn't even have any idea that that happened. And so, um, yeah, so it was just blown out of proportion and, and, uh, you know, uh, but, uh, it makes, you know, it makes for a good story, but, uh, you know, people always ask me, like, do I still have the ball and stuff? But yeah, of course I have the ball. I mean, it's, you know, it's a World Series ball that I got to pitch with and, and stuff. And, um, you know, I just always had it here at home. And, um, you know, but it was a, a, a something that I, you know, when I think about Dusty um, and the relationship that we had, like, for me, that was a moment where, you know, it just goes to show how much he thinks about his players, how much he thinks about, you know, them as you know, just in the personal sense. And, you know, in that, in that big a moment, he had the state of mind to say, you know what? I, I want Russ to have this ball that he pitched with. And, uh, you know, so he'll always remember this. Uh, so to, ha- to have him even think about that in that situation, which I'm sure in the dugout, he was just like, should I take him out? Should I not? When do I take him out? You know, and all that stuff. And uh, so for him to have, yeah, the state of mind to do that, I'm like, that just goes to show what type of special person he is. And, and uh, so I always appreciated him for that, you know. And even though we lost, I mean, you know, it wasn't because of that. Uh, I know that. But uh, um, but it was, it, was a, it was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's a good conversation piece. And, um, and, and it's great to hear fans, you know, talk about and say that, Oh, they wish they I wasn't taken out and they you know, that it it still is something that they remember and I'm like, that's pretty cool that you know, that that moment that, you know, the fans still remember that and, you know, may may make their skin crawl a little bit sometimes, but uh, you know, it's it's they can always think they can always, you know, revert years later to uh the Giants winning three World Series, <laughs> you know. Uh, later on so right um, right yeah. <laughs> yeah well gosh great stuff and uh wonderful of you to take this time to uh, to talk through it all russ thank you thank you so much yeah, my pleasure this was fun thanks so much for listening to inside giant moments presented by t-mobile don't forget to give us a rating and a review and share the podcast with your friends and family For more exclusive conversations, subscribe to the Inside Giant Moments podcast presented by T-Mobile now.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.